Jim Crow era Joe. We talked extensively about his knowledge of the Slipknot. (laughs) Slipknot Joe. Slip, which is what all his buddies called him. Slipknot Joe, the lattice man. So now you want to start a league and use the Zach for that. So, you know, when the when Cindy the widow, Cindy has moved on. Oh, so oh God, she died too. No, she has moved on. Oh my God, rest in peace, Cindy. Die of a broken heart. You know what they say, Steve. It's. Worse than cancer. We've got the Memorial Day holiday coming up. Mm -hmm. When everybody busts out the scoots. (laughs) From sea to shining sea. Everybody knows Memorial... This nation's highways and byways are overrun with motors that do not exceed 50 cc's. Discussed last week, I unfortunately will not be one of those 49 and under CC scoot machines. You won't be, Steve, uh, hooking up with the gang on a big day trip <laughs> no, up, uh, had, up the coast of Michigan anytime I soon. I had to denounce my membership, hand in my card. Boy, what is that sound? It's almost like the late spring equivalent <laughs> Of our year in review episode, where we have the the nice crackling fire. Crackling fire, yeah. Now, hold on. Let's let's, let's give it a, give it a minute to breathe, because you're definitely not going to hear this much during this episode. Listen, hold on. Let's, let's, let's. Yep. Oh boy, that's a that's some rainfall. You know what I just realized too. Uh, by the way, it is Sunday, May 17th, 2020, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle Podcast recording once again from my sunroom here at the house. With the opposite of sun. <laughs> you may you may have noticed it's a bit of a rainy morning here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our, our options were uh, Kyle, rain. Let it, let it breathe, oh, man. Okay. Our options. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Is this better or worse than the birds from a couple weeks ago? It's worse. It's worse. I yeah. feel like the birds added an ambiance. This is like it's like those idiots who claim records are better than digital audio. Oh, dummies. Because All they stupid. sound like crap. Every one of them. Oh, I just love the the pop and the hiss. Yeah. And the yeah. crackle. Yeah, and then they're... Yeah, exactly. When it hits the, the scratch that your idiot kid made when he yep. threw it like a Frisbee. Yep, and we're starting off early today. That'll be on the poll. Are people who listen to records dumb? Yep. That is uh, at Stephen Kyle on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, but back to the Scoot, Steve. <laughs> Scoot's gone. Yeah, but we digress, of course. Uh, Scoot's gone. Scoot is gone, and um, I kind of, uh, you know, it's funny. I completely forgot about it. I hadn't thought about the Scoot since uh, the other day when Annette and I were on a walk. Uh, obviously with Evelyn, we had... Lola with us. Toby left home because he causes nothing but trouble. More on that later. Is he still staring at us through the window? He has moved on. He has decided to take his gazing eyes to a different Mm -hmm. uh, venue. Yeah. And is uh, probably staring at your your wife. (laughs) 
So yeah, we were on a walk the other day, yesterday, maybe the day before, and um, we were walking through a park. There's a nice, beautiful park system here, and uh, we were just on a nice, leisurely walk, and um, around this time of year, of course, you see a ton of people, even more now, though, because nobody can really go anywhere, so everyone's just out walking, getting exercise, yep. so it's really nice. You know, you see a bunch of people walking, and then- Trying to talk to other people, bother <laughs> them, just- Yeah. Hey! Hey, are you my neighbor? Just go inside. Get your mail. Go inside. Let's leave this like there wasn't a pandemic. And just leave me alone. Um, Yeah, we were walking. And obviously, it's a park. So we're not anywhere. The closest we are, we're probably a half to three quarters of a mile from any road. Uh, Just right in the middle of this park. And we start hearing like... So did you kind of have, like, did you look down at your forearm and oh, the hair yeah. was raised? The hair on the back of my neck was, was standing up. Yeah. And we realized there was you some... turn your hat backwards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want it to blow off. Yeah. We turned around. There's some dude screaming down the walking path on his little... It wasn't a scooter. It was more of like a mini bike. Oh, okay. But still, just screaming by. And we're like, what the hell? And in that split second, I thought, that could be me. Could be me uh, tearing through this park upwards of 20 miles per hour while people are just trying to take their kids and their dog for a walk. I have a couple of questions regarding the scoot, and then I feel like... Uh, hold on once. I just have to take a, t- uh, take a sip of my, my tea here. It's uh, not the glass mug today. No, 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 but it is, it's the official... It's tea o'clock somewhere, Mug. Yeah, did we ever get that? I, I forget. Somebody made that Somebody for made you. this and sent it to me. And My only gripe about it is that it's for a lefty. Oh, I'm a, I'm a righty. Wow, yeah. Although in this particular instance right now, it works, but... When I'm when I'm sipping out of my teacup, I usually hold it in my right hand. I want the world to see that it's tea o'clock somewhere. I feel. But like if I do that, it's all covered. It's facing me, which I do like. I mean, you could have sprung for the double sided print, but look, it's all right. My birthday's in a couple of weeks, so yes, it is. Some express shipping. I'm sure that can be remedied. I want to say that was our friend Betsy McCormick. I think it was Betsy. And Betsy, if Betsy, that was I'm totally you, kidding. and if you still happen to have that design. Please send it our way because I would love to put some merch up on the merch yeah. store for it's tea o'clock somewhere. The, now, granted that that saying happened. It was what two <laughs> years ago on this podcast, easily. And I think was, I was you I were was in a sick. green tea fa- phase yeah. or a whatever phase. I, I remember I had a I, I just had a sore throat, so I was drinking a lot of like drinking a lot of tea, right? With like honey or chamomile or whatever for about a week straight. Yeah, and uh, you, I believe it was you that coined. The phrase "it's tea o'clock" somewhere. If somebody, uh, Nikki, show historian, yeah, if, if you happen to know the uh, the the date or the timestamp of that, that would be great to go back and listen to. Yeah, but yeah, so I I think that though, judging by the design on this mug, it simply says "it's tea o'clock somewhere." But if you notice that it's written, it's designed in such a way that I'm assuming it's one of those sites where you can just go on. You could put any word in there, like. If you're really oh, okay. into poodles, no, it's poodle o'clock somewhere. That's you know what I think you're probably accurate, Steve, based on 
Yeah, that's that's a pretty good description. Or, or this is a uh, this could be a, a Betsy Boo original. It could be. If it is Betsy, please get in touch with us. We'd love to post some. It's T o'clock somewhere merch. Speaking of merch, speaking of merch, by the way, we are serious. That is uh, that is not a pumped in sound effect. And this is how it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, for this whole episode and possibly the Fast Five episode that drops later on this week. I mean, you never know. The rain is just scheduled to be here forever i've heard the words uh, i've heard the word biblical used in mm. regards to this rain i swear if it gets because there's actually a flood warning this morning yeah if we get flooded and all of my landscaping gets washed away well yeah but we'll just I'm think so about pissed. what if your backyard kind of levels out from the rock pit oh that's a good idea yeah, yeah all the mulch that i maybe. spread yesterday just <laughs> goes right into the basin maybe you could use some erosion in your backyard <laughs> maybe guide it maybe dig a little trench for yeah. that mulch to properly erode uh-huh. into your rock pit back there steve but uh to get back to the scoop before we put a proper i would say we put a proper bow on the scoop this yeah the I scoot's think... gone we talked a lot about it and like we like to do with a lot of our bits where we really uh, you know, if even if it's in the ground, we still whack that hammer a mm-hmm. few more times. Yeah. Larry Ferrari, Al Alberts. Yep. yep. This is one of those instances. Before we put a proper bow in, uh, on the scoot, I have a couple of questions, Steve. One mm-hmm. of them serious, one of them super serious. <laughs> so let me start with the serious question. Oh, by the way, I'm going to send you some uh, screenshots of poll results. I got them. Oh, you got them. Yeah, because I can pull up the oh, Twitter right. without right. having to log okay. in. I can see the poll results, so we'll get to those later on mm-hmm. this episode uh, as well, at Steve and Kyle. My first question regarding the scoot finale. Yes. Kind of like when an athlete or a professional wrestler even retires, or it's their last match, you know, and if mm-hmm. they lose or whatever, and they get up and the match is over and they take off their gloves, or maybe they'll leave <laughs> a piece of memorabilia right. in the center of the ring or the octagon. You're talking Undertaker style. I'm talking Undertaker style. You got your big uh, dust duster. Would that mm-hmm. be a duster? A dust? I don't know what a duster is. You don't know what a duster is? The old jacket? Like the long that would go all the way down to your feet? I'm pretty sure that was called a duster. Oh, I have no idea. I was I always referred to that as a trench coat. Let me look up the duster jacket. Yeah. You yeah, got I, you nailed it, huh? I think if you Google duster jacket right now, see, I think the Undertaker wore a duster jacket. A duster jacket. Yeah, I always, like I said, I always just refer to that as a, a long coat or a trench coat. Uh, that'll be on the poll as well. Oh, boy, that is nice. Do you know what a duster is? That'll be on the poll as well at Stephen Kyle. I, but you might be right. I don't know if that the, it's, it's not quite as long as the Undertaker. I think that on that, uh, do you know what a duster parentheses jacket not cleaning or not not related to cleaning? I can just put jack duster jacket. Do you know what a duster yeah, jacket is? But then you're leading them down the path That's of the a good correct point. answer. Do you know what a duster? These are, these are not, important. This is very we're do, we're conducting <laughs> scientific polls, Steve. So. In regards to the scoot being gone and your retirement from the, the scoot life, if you will. Well, hashtag scoot for life. Retirement. Um, I don't know. And got, well, hold on to that because I have, again, I told you I had a serious question and a super serious question. By the way, what, I haven't taken any notes today. What the hell? Uh, we've talked about the rain. <laughs> and we've talked about your tea mug. My t- okay, the rain and my yeah, team. Yeah, and we'll come back to the uh, to the merch discussion here in a Sorry, moment as I well. I usually take diligent notes. We've got a, a couple of digressions that we're down mm-hmm. right now. 
Do you see, did, now when you retired the scoot, you, you sent her off into the sunset with a multiple lip piercing man. Yes. He, he scooted away, turned his hat backward in an official sign that he was now scoot owner. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was his. And, and scooted on down the road, Steve. Did you then walk inside, get your jacket, your fingerless gloves, <laughs> and maybe throw them in the rock pit? And no. put a few piles of dirt on them. No, I um, I felt bad though because I nearly sent the scoot off with my fingerless gloves in the little compartment under the seat, and uh, luckily I popped that open at the last second. And I was like, "Ooh, let me take those badass, badass gloves that were gifted to me by I still don't know who. Someone uh, on staff. Somebody on staff. Some incredibly the- thoughtful." Full head of haired guy having lots of sex. <laughs> Probably drives a sweet ride. Winner. Muscular guy. Or girl. On staff. On this staff. Yeah. And because I'm now addicted to it, I've got to stop. Uh, is turning the hat backward on your ride <laughs> an official passing of the scoot torch? <laughs> that is that is on the pole as well. So you, if, so that's, you, if that's anything less than 100% yes... You all are idiots. That's that, that's like the ending of a movie as triple lip piercing man turns his hat backward and pulls out of the Zack <laughs> and the camera slowly pans to Steve as one tear roll as he brushes away the tear from his cheek. But because you're moving on to a yeah. new stage of your life, you smile as you go inside your wife and baby yeah. daughter. Yeah, I wiped away the tear uh, with one of the $100 bills that was in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> because I was not that disappointed. Um, as I said, I'd rather have a beautiful deck on the back of the house. Any day now. Uh, than have a scooter that I barely rode. Right. Again, and- I cracked 100 miles on that thing as I was riding to meet Prince, who never showed up to buy the scooter. Prince, the presumed angry gang member. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that didn't end up buying the scoot. Uh, but yeah. on to the second question regarding the scoot finale, Steve. Uh, and maybe we just title this episode the scoot finale. Do you see yourself, maybe not scoot, because I think if you got back in the game, you'd go a different route. You see yourself down the road becoming a motorcycle man. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. in your 50s, maybe, maybe before that. Maybe retirement, Steve. Do you see yourself getting a hog? No, I don't think so. Uh, I, I've never really been, ironically, never been a motorcycle guy. I've yeah. never ridden a motorcycle. Um, I could maybe see dirt bike. Oh, wow. Because that it, it shares a lot of uh, the, the traits as BMX, which obviously I was really into when I was a kid, yep. riding, the, riding the trails. Back in New Albany Elementary School. Yeah, you just jump off a ramp and rip your handlebars left and right and Uh call it a trick. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly, that's what the trick was called. Jump off and turn your handlebars left and right. That's what they call it in the X Games. Yeah, and I'm like, did you see that one? (laughs) No, but I did, I've talked about this with Annette. Um, I would, I hope that, that our little girl, I hope that she's into... Like, I hope that she wants to experience stuff that I was into when I was a kid. Like, I would love... So, BMXing. Well, I... Look, I don't want... Underwear wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Rollerblading. 
Oh, if she's into fruit pudding, I'd be disappointed. Well, she could just <laughs> she could use her old man's old pear that he's <laughs> that he's taken from Cinnamons in New Jersey to uh, to West Michigan, all the way to West Michigan. Not was, just to West Michigan. Blade's but got some miles from, on him. From Cinnamons into an apartment, to a house, to a second house. Oh, to and, a third house, and many places in between. Ridiculous. Many places in between. I lived in like five different places before I moved here. And I've lived in like four places since I've lived here. So you've got a piece of your college dorm room closet space <laughs> dedicated to the pair yeah. of fruit boots in the corner. Yeah, it's right next to my Belushi college poster <laughs> that every every freshman in college has on their wall. And, uh, you know, hung up with the, with the little putty because you can't put holes in the walls. Right, right. Um, no, but I would... I would be thrilled if she was into like, uh, like dad, I want a go-kart. Awesome. We're getting a go-kart, you know? No, 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 Steve, stop. I know you. Okay. You're not going to go get a go-kart. Here's the way it goes in the Steve house. You're going to buy a few pieces of wood <laughs> in a lawnmower motor and you and Evelyn yeah. are going to be up to your elbows in grease <laughs> in the garage, building your very own go-kart, right? Probably. If that's what it takes, because it's been a couple of years now since you and I discussed that very idea of having go-karts mm-hmm. and doing races around the Zach and the neighborhood yeah. here. So if that's what it By takes, way, I'm all a, for it. Got a Zach update. So whenever you're ready. Oh, I'm listen, I think Katie I, do, I think Katie spoiled the Zach update for me. Oh, yesterday. I bet I know I bet I know exactly what happened. Yeah, I think my is wife Is Katie Is Katie into the Zach? No, Katie's into uh, new homes. Okay. For you? Oh, yeah. Were you, hold on. Time out. Yeah. Was Katie house hunting on the Zach? Nope. Nope. It, <laughs> uh, it pops up when you look in a certain city. Gotcha. It would pop up. So uh, I think, I think I, I apologize. Not to, not no, to no. really suck the wind from your sails no, here. No, totally. But fine. I believe it's been, uh, I believe that that surprise may be room. But I am always here for an update on the Zach. Well, I because mean, the dynamic here, I'm enamored with. Is it. unlike any other. It, I'm enamored with it. You moved in. Everybody moved out. <laughs> and the people who have. Sl- I wish that I could say that's not what happened, but that is exactly what happened. And I wish I could say the people that moved in were normal run of the mill. But my interactions and my experience and your discussions. Uh, it made them seem some of them were a little bit off. Um, Mainly your new neighbors <laughs> to my back. Weirdos. Total weirdos. Um, As we talked the, the about. Latest, the latest. I don't know if I've talked about this, but they do yard work in shifts. So, like. I mean. <laughs> he'll come out and rake a little bit. And then, like, it's almost like a passing of the baton. She'll walk out. He'll hand the rake off. And, then, like, I was saying to Annette yesterday, I don't even think they like each other. What are you hiding? <laughs> There was one point yesterday he was doing yard work in the backyard. She was in the front yard. And then at some point they switched. I just, I, I have so many questions, but yeah. I have a, like, Oh boy, the wind, uh, the wind and the rain are really yeah, It's going to be gusty today as well. That works yeah. well for this podcast. Wind, uh, wind and microphones yeah. and wind. Ambience. I wonder if you were to spin around the other way, like into the chair, you think? Yeah, maybe. Or no, that wouldn't do anything. You think use the table as a shield. You would basically have to sit with your back to me. <laughs> I mean, no different than the way it... <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Okay, so you you could see so maybe not motorcycle, but you could see yourself building up a go kart, go kart, or, a, or, a, or like an like a quad okay. ATV type thing. Yeah, and uh, for for the family use. Yeah, but, but you're not going to be you know sidecar. You and uh, you drive in while. Uh, Annette and Evelyn hang out in the sidecar of your motorcycle. The only time I've ever been interested in a motorcycle. Did you ever see the movie Garden State? Zach Braff and uh, Natalie Portman. Do you remember the motorcycle from that movie that he... Zach Braff's character was gifted that motorcycle like from his grandfather or something. And it was an old like World War II era... Like military, like that uh, drab olive green paint job, and it had the sidecar. I thought that was the only time where I was like, that's a badass looking motorcycle. So you want one that probably spits like somehow diesel fumes (laughs) into your nasal cavity. Pretty much. And and gets like 18 miles of the gallon, which for a motorcycle is absurd. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Here, I'm actually going to, I'm going to text it since we don't have the Jumbotron out here. Uh, again, we were working on a real, real low budget here in Tight APS budget. three, three point two. Did we determine it was three point two, Steve? And based on the issues that Jumbotron had in the basement near our <laughs> end, you may want to go flip her on and off a few times. That's true. In the next few true. weeks, uh, yeah. assuming we can't get back in there. Yeah, I just texted you the picture of that motorcycle. Awesome. Okay. Um, back to we briefly mentioned Steve uh, merch. Well, I was finally, oh, yeah. I finally got around to it this week. You did it. And they are up. The two newest designs from our friend Philip at Phil Apart on Twitter and Instagram. You can check him out there. He also has, uh, I, I believe it's Philip Horror or, or something like that. I, I apologize for not having the direct handle. Beautiful designs for both Baldy and Nutmeg in the Morning. The oh, Baldy man. and Nutmeg Morning Show, which is an absolute sight to behold. If you haven't seen it. Check it out right now, stephenkyle.com slash merch. You can see that there. It's on every design possible. You can get it on a face mask. Yeah, we have. The, that's the latest. We have face yeah. masks. You can get it on socks. You can get it on shower curtains. Yeah. You can get it on floor pillows. Mm-hmm. And you can get it on a wall clock, Steve. All right. We're throwing the hammer down. The first one to send us a picture of them wearing any branded Stephen Kyle face mask yeah. is going to get a signed and personalized copy of one of the posters that we got for the billboard visit, which was over one year ago, which we promised in the week following we would send them out. Yep. And they were going to be given away in a, an organized fashion. Mm-hmm. So you have to uh, take a picture of yourself in the mask. Yep. Tag us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, hell all three. Yeah, preferably. And, uh, and, and send, we'll it, send, you, send it our a, way. We have a lot of those, too. So I'm, we'll do one for the face mask, one or two for the face mask. I think, Steve, if it's retired, if you still have them, I say we uh, maybe we figure out a way to give away your scoot gloves. Oh, I do have the scoot gloves, yeah. I think we sign and give away the oh, scoot gloves. Oh, that'll be nice with a silver Sharpie. A nice silver Sharpie on those, you know, I Oh, figured. boy. You know what I just thought of? Uh, Annette has been uh, doing a lot of crafting yeah. with uh, with her new cricket yep. that she got, and she made this beautiful thing that uh, that we gave one to her mom, one to one to our mom. It was like a what the hell is it called? Like a deep uh, picture, a uh, shadow box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can have. So she made these beautiful shadow boxes. We sent one to each of our moms. How cool would that be to put the gloves? In a shadow box, maybe a little switch on the back. It turns oh, yeah. on a light, so I'll, I'll have her cut out. Night. I'll have her cut out like because um, cricket will cut out like 
picture, it'll cut out uh, like actual designs. Okay. I could have it cut out like a little motorcycle. <laughs> and then we could send that off. Uh, a picture, like our logo in there too. Oh, man. Beautiful. Yeah, we got to figure out a way to give away, to somehow give away those gloves mm-hmm. now that the scoot is very important. Retired. I mean, highly used, obviously. But again, back in no to, way do they yeah. still smell brand new. Like, again, a beautiful, like brand beautiful, new, fresh pleather. Uh, a beautiful solstice gift from somebody on staff, Steve, mm-hmm. that you may never, ever, ever know who that was. But uh, again, not to rush past it. First one, picture of you and your Stephen Kyle merchandised face mask. That means we're going to go on the merch shop and make sure every design is available in face mask. First person to purchase, take a picture of that personalized poster coming your way from our Van Wert trip to Ohio a couple years ago. StephenKyle.com slash merch. I went to the merch page for the first time after you had sent me a text saying, hey, I posted it. It's the first time I had been there in months. It's completely different. It looks completely different than it did uh, the, the last time I went there. But... Yeah, it's up there. I think that the the masks, uh, when you pull up a design that you want, the mask is usually like the last one. So you got to yeah. scroll through t-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatpants, body suits, there cell is, phone cases. There's iPad cases. There's so much stuff on there. It's silly. And yet that whatever, that's part of the reason it's so tough to get a design up is you have to make sure everything is centered-ish and mm-hmm. uh, make sure it looks normal. But, yeah, it's up there right now, stephenkyle.com slash merch, so be sure uh, to get in on that. Yeah. Um, Steve, we left this episode a couple last week with me telling you there's a couple of things that I wanted to get to this week. Yeah, I have a note right here. Um, something about uh, your quarantine activity, something you've been yeah taking, you've been uh, doing since uh, everything has been closed. And also, yeah. I... I I want to apologize. I completely yep. forgot to wish you and your wife a happy fifth anniversary yep. last week. Thank you very much. Uh, that that, a... I'll have to check with my wife. That apology is accepted. <laughs> I, I remember I, we, Annette and I, remember your wedding very fondly. Oh, good. We had a blast at your wedding. Uh, you had um, at, the, at the actual service. There were bagpipers, which I thought was badass, and I nearly cried because bagpipes always, I don't know, they, they bring out that emotion in you. It was, yeah, that was a surprise from both of our, my mother and father and, and her mother and stepfather provided or, or did that as a surprise very for cool. both of us. And, uh, yeah, I, I very much enjoyed that. Yeah, loved it. And, um, and then I remember at your reception. Yeah. Which was... For some reason, there was a little bit of time in between your wedding and your reception when you're doing like photos or something. Because I remember we actually we actually went home because the the, where you got married was a half a mile from where we lived. Yeah, at the old house, we went home, came back to the reception, which is at the uh, like the one of the country clubs in the area in their little uh, reception hall room building type thing. And I remember walking in and seeing one of the biggest cheese arrangements that I had ever seen. And I thought to myself, I'm taking full advantage of that. Cause I know how these things work. Yeah. They're charging you whether you eat it all or not. Listen, I'm not taking that cheese home. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't think it's offered up to us. I, it is what it is. It's not per cube of cheese that we pay. That's yeah. that, that they take back. 
that cheese is an all or nothing. <laughs> I said to myself, Kyle doesn't want to be charged for something that he's not uh, he's not wow. utilizing. What a guy! I did this for you. I did this for you and Katie. Look, you guys are getting married. You're starting off your financial lives together. Who am I? What kind of friend would I be? Man, what kind of person would I be if I didn't? utilize as much of that cheese for my own benefit as possible how thoughtful <laughs> so, i mean only the best of the best friends <laughs> are that considerate when looking at a cheese spread so from what i remember there was a picture that i believe i texted to you during the reception yeah i didn't see it until obviously well probably the after. next day or yeah. something yeah but i i took i would say that this pile of cheese was n- it was no less than six inches tall on my... This is a standard standard dinner plate of cheese. And I brought it back to the table. I was sitting at the table with the other cohorts from the side gig. Yep. And, uh, and everybody looked at me with disgust. <laughs> like I was a complete mutant. Yeah. And but I, I ate the hell out of that cheese, and I don't think I pooped for a week and a half. <laughs> And again, it was a tower of cheese. Yeah. A tower of cheese. Yeah. Now, when you think tower, you think uh, maybe leaning tower of Pisa. Yeah. Where it's pretty narrow, but tall. No, no, no. This was like, uh, take like Madison Square Garden, which is really, really, really round and wide, but make it like 50 stories tall. That's what this tower of cheese was, and make it of cheese cubes. Yeah, and of course, that's what of course, it was, yeah. obviously. So yeah, so, it was the fifth anniversary, Steve. That and another thing that I remember uh, about your wedding was how now, I mean, you know my wife very well. How many times in your life have you seen my wife bombed? I would say two. One was at my birthday. Three or four years ago, we, you and uh, Annette met up with me as my brother was there at a local uh, local bar. Mm-hmm. And I remember noticing her being uh, drunk, not bombed drunk, mm-hmm. but she was intoxicated. And you could tell because I know Annette and I know obviously acting a little bit differently. And I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, sure. she's she's been drinking. She's, tonight. she's usually pretty, pretty quiet. Uh, absolutely very conversational but yeah she's not the uh hey let's go over here look at that look at that guy hey what's your name right um well at your wedding i think that might be the the drunkest i've seen her and i loved it she (laughs) it it was fantastic so we're out on the dance floor and we're dancing having a blast and i believe because i i there was some. There was a good amount of Springsteen played at your wedding, from what I remember. Steve, there was uh, there was some guidelines set. Yeah, that Springsteen was getting played, <laughs> and there was also the blacklist of songs that do not play. But Springsteen, so was. you didn't do like Chicken Dance or anything. Chicken Dance was on the band list. The uh, I believe it was Happy by Pharrell. Oh, okay. Was on the band list. I'm surprised that that was on there. Uh, Black Eyed Peas. As a whole, really, yep. band the whole band. They were on the band band list. I want to say that LMFAO song, uh, um, Party Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. Blacklisted. Party Rock is in the house tonight. It wasn't in the house. It was not. Night. It was not in the house. Not that allowed night. 
not actually allowed in the house that night. So we were dancing out on the dance floor, and there were um, some decorations in the place. There, those uh, the old timey looking light bulbs, the Edison bulbs. Oh yeah. So there was a string of Edison bulbs somewhere. Sure. And Annette loves that. Loves that style. Loves those bulbs. Yep. You've got some in your uh, hanging over we your do. kitchen right now. Mm-hmm. So she said something along. The, now again, this was. Uh, you guys got married in 2015. Yep. This was still a year and a half before we even got engaged. Yeah. We had barely, we had just been dating a year. I had just moved in with her earlier that year, like a month earlier. And she said something, it was on the way home. I'm driving, again, one mile back to the house. Yeah, long hike. Um, She is... Going back and forth between consciousness and unconsciousness. So she's like waking the up with seat. ideas. Yeah. So she, at one point she woke up. She's like, how am I going to get married? There's going to be Edison bulbs. I want to get married with Edison bulbs. And I was like, do, do, uh, to me or just to anyone in general? Because I don't really. She didn't specifically clarify that it was me that she wanted to marry. I would, uh... It seemed as though the Edison bulbs were paramount. The person standing next to her at the altar. Eh. I would uh, just stay focused on me right now, Steve. <laughs> I would not look any other direction yeah. when you recap this story. Because yeah. at this point, we can claim that we didn't see anything. <laughs> um, did you get married with the Edison bulbs? There were Edison bulbs at hey, our wedding. Hey, everybody's a winner Everybody in this story, wins. right? I mean, I'm still not sure if that's the outcome she wanted. Again. But look. Again. The Edison bulbs were there. Everybody was happy. Again, person next to him, next to her, didn't matter. Yeah. 50% of the, 40% of the equation, person next to her, 60% of the equation, Edison bulbs. (laughs) Like, you give me a nice three-watt Edison bulb, and that's happy. She's thrilled. Listen, it's the simple things in life, Steve. Edison bulbs. That fill you with joy. And if that happens to be Edison bulbs at a future wedding... To an unknown or uh, different person, at that point she didn't care. Mm-hmm. So be it. Who would have thought that that little weird kid sitting in the corner of the classroom, eating his uh, hard-boiled eggs with salt and an have, apple and an apple, little Tommy Edo would have had such an effect on my future relationships. <laughs> oh man! So hey. Great memories around. Thank you for the happy anniversary, was, Steve. Can't be said enough. Yeah. I will have to, again, check with my wife on if we can accept that after the fact. Okay. Uh, I will get back to you in a timely fashion. I appreciate that. As, uh, as timely as you wished us the happy anniversary. <laughs> well, your your anniversary is the 5th? May 9. May 9. Why, why do I always think May 5th? But uh, I, let's just get right into that, because one of the things I wanted to mention, Steve... Last week was our fifth anniversary. Now, last year, we've, we we decided a couple of years ago to not get big gifts for each other. We had done them here and there, but decided, hey, we don't really need to do that. Last year, I got us something together that we had that we that we could do together it was an activity. Was so that? it wasn't really a gift. I got us. It was actually it was it's called to hunt a killer. And oh, so yeah, like yeah. Every month for a few months, you get. Like clues from a mystery and you mm-hmm. help solve the mystery. It was fun. We would do that once yeah, a month. Yeah. And so this year, 
I got us something together as well. Okay. And it is something, Steve, inspired by this very podcast. This podcast inspired your anniversary gift. Talked about a number of times. And Steve, if this doesn't show my growth as a person. Oh, boy. This could be big. I don't know what could. Did you as something involving neighbors, like a neighbor's fun cruise or something? I'd rather burn my own house down. <laughs> I yeah, had, I mean, you could just not go on the cruise. I had 30 <laughs> to 40. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seems short-sighted to uh, burn the place down. I had, it was 45 seconds of conversation with a neighbor yesterday. And I thought about taking that spade <laughs> that I was using to dig and jamming it into my eyeballs. <laughs> now, was it something like, you're out there digging, and he said, like, what you doing to that shovel? Digging a hole? It was <laughs> it was pretty clear what we had done. We removed a lot of edging and a lot of, like, extra excesses. It was kind of like leftover mulch stuff, got rid of it all, mm-hmm. whatever, and redid all the edging. And You go metal? You go plastic? Going grass there? Yep. Yes, we are. It's going to be grass. <laughs> I, and then where do, he starts. Where do we go now, sir? Then he starts recapping what he's doing because he's taking down. Whatever. I don't care now. I'm almost asleep now. I don't know if it's the rain or just talking about my neighbor. <laughs> Both awful. And, uh, but anyway, this gift, again, was. Inspired by this very podcast, Steve, something wow. you have done, <gasps> something no. you and Annette have done, no. Steve, sometime when this world gets back to normal-ish, my wife and I will be getting a couple's massage. Oh, look who came around. Nope. Dreading every look second of it. Look who came around. Now, I might just okay. stand in the corner while she gets right. her massage. Many questions. Many questions. You just said you're dreading it. Yep. How does your wife feel about it? Oh, she she loves massages. Thrilled. She's probably she, she, she's... excited about it. Now, did you go to uh, did you go to one of the places that I have gone to? I believe so, Steve. Does it have to do with? Uh, is there some lumber in the name? There is. Okay. Yep, that was the place we went to last. Okay, that's the place we're this. going for your standard 50-minute uh, couple's oh, massage, which okay. is, at minimum, 45 minutes too long. So, Katie's excited. Yep. Kyle, not so much. Yep. Um, recap again, is this uh, the reason you're not excited because of the close quarters with other people? The interaction, the awkwardness, what is what exactly? No, is it? because I'm really expecting them to leave me alone. Okay. Do what <laughs> you're like do what you're there to do physically. But I listen, I'm not taking money out of my bank counter getting my hair cut to where you have to ask me how I've been. Yeah, this is I don't want that, and if it happens, I'll nope, get up. It will not. I guarantee you that that will not happen. Okay. The most interaction that there will be is when you first walk in. They will say, okay, you know, go ahead and lay down on the table and pull the blanket over you. And uh, as the, because the tables, they have like, they have heaters in them or, uh, okay. or like a, a heated blanket or something. They'll, they'll ask you if the temperature is okay. Yeah. Now I run a little hot, Steve. Do they also have air conditioned tables? I don't think they have AC tables. Uh, pay to pay they, can, they can turn, yeah. they can turn the heat down though. Okay. So, um, they'll then leave. 
You will lay down on the table. They'll come back in in a few minutes. And they get going, and there is little interaction. The most that will happen over the course of your 50-minute massage is they will say, Okay, Kyle, you can go ahead and flip over onto your stomach now. And then you do that. They keep going to town. And then 20, 25 minutes later, they'll say, Okay, uh, we're just going to leave now. You can go ahead and uh, get yourself all situated, and we'll meet you outside with a drink. And then you walk out, and they have a glass of water for you, maybe a bottle of water. They have any soda? I don't think they have soda. <laughs> so now I'm going to be sweating with, like, yeah. a bottle of Polar Arctic 32-pack water from Sam's Club. Well, they're not going to give you a 32-pack. Well, I'll Let's get one see. bottle from it. You know, one of those bottles that... And you can tell when it's those type because... You know, they don't have whatever chemical in the bottle to make it seem like stay rigid. So it just crinkles if you tap it. And it's got a, it's got a, like a printer label on yeah. it. Like they just printed it out. They slapped it over Aquafina and it says like Bob's massage bar. Yeah. So if I hold it and it's damp, like the ink's going to be on my palm. Great. Boy, what a luxury I'm looking forward to, yeah. Steve. Um, just looking for a Diet Coke. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it, it, it might have tables. some cucumber water. Oh yeah, yeah I love uh, cucumbers. The only thing that makes it better is water. <laughs> Perhaps a mimosa, if it's uh, if it's early in the morning. Now, okay, you now we're talking, man. I'm telling you, you are going to show up here that first episode after your couple's massage, whenever that may be. Of course, leave it to Kyle to finally bend. Do the couple's massage during a pandemic. But you are going to be a changed person. I guarantee it. So you You are going to sit down here and you're going to say, I'm doing that again. Definitely. That was great. I feel so relaxed. Is cucumber water a waste to both cucumbers (laughs) and water? Oh, boy. I'm a couple couple behind here on the old, on the new web polls. And uh, so, again, at Steve and Kyle. On Facebook and Twitter, we'll get to those results from last week, which we had a litany of them, Steve. Uh, we'll get to those here coming up. Um, I don't know if I'll be changed. Part of my hating, not not hating it, but not looking forward to it, I, I think is part of a, it's a little bit of the character as well of me. Uh, spoiler alert. Am I excited? Not really. But am I thinking I'm going to go in there and just hate every second of it? Probably not, right? No, like, you're, you're going to look the you're going to come out of there feeling great. You're going to feel very relaxed. Um, well, Kyle, stress be a changed man after <laughs> after their are anniversary. We, are gift. we setting a, a record for uh, for web bowls this week? I won't post that one because there's no way to. Uh, we need people to listen to the episode yeah, exactly. before, so I won't post Maybe, that one. Maybe will Kyle feel like a changed man after his anniversary gift okay. to his wife? Yeah, I can post that. Um, it's Number two, I'm, I'm ticklish a little bit, Steve. Okay? okay? But I'm also not one of those people who, you know, when you see massages, and I know they go, like, oh, you can get a soft tissue, or you can get a deep tissue... I also don't want somebody digging their elbows into my back, right? Go medium, medium pressure. Medium pressure, you think I would what recommend I medium pressure. I did firm pressure one time, and while it felt uh, like the the aftermath was better, 
it was kind of 45 minutes of torture. So, so you didn't, while, while it did maybe release some tension, it or did, it definitely it, did. after the fact, you had some tears welling up at some point <laughs> during the, mis- yeah, I was like asking him for a block of wood that I could chew on. Okay, so medium, because again, I'm a little worried, like I don't want soft pressure and just be like giggling like a like a four-year-old who said the word butt for the first time. Yeah, no, go medium. Medium pressure will not be ticklish at all. Uh, you can also tell them that they'll specifically say, are there areas you want us to focus on? Like say you got a sore shoulder or something or your neck hurts, yeah. lower back. Just tell them that. They'll focus on that, maybe not so much on other areas. But if you tell them just go to town, they'll pretty much you know, start at the top, work their way down, or start at the bottom and work their way up. Okay. Uh, another question I have for you, and I believe okay. this, there's no way this hasn't been discussed okay. before. I mean, look, I am the authority. You are. On You're, massages. You are the one I know who has <laughs> done this not once, not multiple, a couple of times. I would say Annette and I have had half a dozen. Probably. It's a treat Couples to you guys massages. to do it. We enjoy it. That is that's yeah. our that's always like our anniversary gift to each other, or maybe like a birthday gift or something, Valentine's Day. Yeah, and so I ask you, Steve, what they tell you, you know, undressed to what you're comfortable. You know, not to get too personal, what are mm-hmm. you comfortable in? Are you going basketball shorts and socks? Yeah, I'm going down to uh like boxers or boxer briefs. Okay, so you're going, you're going undergarments. Yeah, you, you no got socks. The heated blanket. You're taking the socks off. No, socks do they, do they off, go yeah. down to the toes? They give yeah, you they the, will. No, thank you. Okay. Leave my toes alone. That's fine. Uh, my my feet are ticklish. I don't. I don't need you around my toes. They, I'll tell you what, though. The the one thing that feels great is the arch. When they they really get in underneath yeah, your foot. Oh, yeah, huh? yeah. They work the arch good. Mm. You know, for a working man like me, a guy who's on his feet upwards of two to three hours per day. Less on the weekends. Just really, you know, calluses. <laughs> Steve just loaded with uh, bunions. Yep. Yeah, they look at my feet and they say, that's a working man right there. They say, that's disgusting. Let me go try to gag and I'll come back and fix up these monsters. Okay. I'm just wondering because, you know, again, I've never done this. I don't want to just be have them say, all right, let's get started. And then, that, you know, whoa, you're fully nude. <laughs> No, no, that is, uh, that is not the, so is that okay though? Or fully nude? Uh, I'm sure there are some people that do it. Would I feel I, like the only I people asked... who do that, the only people who do that are like celebrities. Right. Or idiots. <laughs> I mean, wow. Hey, if you're getting a nude <laughs> massage, you're an idiot or famous. Maybe both. I mean, accurate. I, I, again, I don't want to set the record here, but if you get a nude massage, are you dumb or famous? Do it. Do it. That'll have to go on the poll as well. Um, again, at Stephen Kyle. Yeah, um, I, I'm excited for you. Uh, I, I'm very excited for your wife because I know that this is something she will enjoy. You've said in the past that, that she likes doing this. Yeah. I think that it is uh, a wonderful thing that you are you are doing you got that for her for uh for your anniversary yeah and listen it's growth of me as a man sure Steve, yeah, as you a are, person as you a husband are, oh, as man, a father look at you i am uh, constantly growing everywhere except for my hair <laughs> well that's exciting <laughs> good um, yeah there's no hope for your hair 
But there is hope for you in other facets of your life. Well, Steve, I, I had another item I wanted to get to, but mm-hmm. as per the usual with this podcast, uh, we, do, uh, we are a, li- a little bit behind schedule. Oh, yeah. And we have a few things we need to get to. One, we have to recap the polls. Mm-hmm. Two, we obviously have the Kenny Rogers factoid of the week that we have to get to. Yeah, obviously. So let's uh, let me very quickly, Steve, get to getting on the polls. Yeah. Because uh, I've got, uh, by the way, do you need a second to download? I sent you. We've been talking. Mm-hmm. You've got some new audio. I'm ready, man. I got the that, Kenny Rogers. I got it. Fact I got week it. I week. have it queued up. Um, but yeah, we can get to the. Why don't we get to the polls first, and then we will get to the finalizing the last poll. There are the only people who get fully nude for massages: celebrities or dumb people. So, are those the options? So, celebrities or dumb people? Well, no, because I feel like <laughs> they're all one group. So, are the only? How about do- how about you okay. reword it? Who gets naked for massages? Celebrities or dumb people? Who gets naked for massages? I, I wish I could add a third option because I'd put both. <laughs> oh, Facebook only let you do uh, yeah, let you do two, huh? Boy, but man. again, at Steve and Kyle, Facebook and Twitter for these polls. We will get to last week. Now, Steve, these first few, the wording was very important. I don't know if people saw that. The first okay. poll last week was Kenny Rogers a crooner? Yeah, because we had a whole discussion about crooners. Yep, and what you, crooner, you thought they were based crooner on crooner confusion. Yep, Steve, fifty-one percent oh, of the audience. Boy, it's a close one. Said yes, Kenny Rogers was, was a, a crooner. crooner. Maybe out. more importantly, Steve, the second question is: Kenny Rogers. A crooner. <laughs> so, is he still? Because as I say, I claim, Kenny Rogers is still somewhere crooning away. Okay. <laughs> next, to, next to Tupac. So, they're all still... Elvis. They're all Steve still... Steve Jobs. They're all still with us. Though. They're all still with us. Okay. Crooning, rapping, and making phones in their own little world. Oh, boy. I think you're going to have to uh, change the... The recent poll that you just posted. Oh no! What I do? You said who gets naked for massages, and then the options are celebrities and massages. Oh boy! <laughs> Sorry, trying to post while talking, a real problem. Um, I will do that here once I That's finish. Right. I'll, I'll I delete finish it right now day. so we can. <laughs> so is Kenny Rogers a crooner? Forty-six percent of the audience say yes. So if you take into that margin error five percent, five percent of the people. Uh, are wrong, and they assume Kenny Rogers is dead. Yeah. He's not. Uh, Truth is out there. The X-Files told me that. Do your fingers tingle when Jersey Steve comes out? We had Mm. a bit of a Jersey Steve appearance. Talked about last week there, coming out with his argument with Prince, the man who uh, no-showed the meeting to buy the scoop. Yes. Steve, 66% of the audience said yes, their fingers tingle. When Jer- I love it. It's a joy for me when I get some Jersey yeah. Steve. I, I absolutely adore it. Has has there been an instance of Jersey Steve in person that you've witnessed? Not that I remember, but okay. I would be stunned if it didn't happen in all of those years where you and I would go out and have beers 
and yeah. interact with people, whether it be at a hockey game or at a bar or even when I was working with you guys side yeah. by side. I would be stunned if there wasn't a Jersey Steve. I just can't remember one offhand. Uh, but they, they do bring a, it's a, a, a an extra few millimeters on my smile <laughs> when Jersey Steve I'm glad comes I could, out. Glad I could help. Was Steve justified in arguing with Prince? Steve, 75% of the audience said, yes, you were justified in playing. I wouldn't say it's an argument. And maybe I phrased that wrong. When you were just... You had a disagreement with Prince. You got a little bit. I think what would passive aggressive be the sure the way uh, to to phrase that? And you you made Prince angry with your mm-hmm. with the way you talked to him. Yep. Are you intrigued by the glass mug? Fifty seven percent of the audience said no. no. Oh, oh boy, that was not interested. That was really bad. Not intrigued oh. by the glass mug. Uh, that was again. Off the cuff by Steve as talking about your tea mug last week. It's a great mug. And just nobody cares. You, can't, you don't want to be able to see <laughs> well, it. Well, I mean, nearly half of people do care. Yeah, nearly I'm, a, half. I'm, a, I'm a glass mug half full kind of guy. In this case, glass mug 40% full. Yeah, well, is a curtain pretty good. Is a curtain in front of a wall weird? Steve. This, uh, this wall right here. Yeah. yeah. Just a wall with a curtain in front of it. Wall with a curtain. 85% of the audience, Steve, said yes. Hmm. Because that's that's weird. Why not just, like, it would be one thing if it was hiding something, or there was a window, or like like an APS 2.0, we had the curtain in back of me, but that was to cover up, like, the water meter and those shelves and everything. This is a big one right here, Steve. Oh, boy. Did Steve's side gig... Steal another bit from the podcast. Oh, I know what this is going to be. This will. This is so, def, This is going to be okay. My huge prediction. Eighty-five percent yes, at least. These polls are weird, right? Because we've joked about and talked about, but there's a little bit of truth in it. That if it's me versus you, it's always going to favor you, typically by a decent margin. Well, I mean, there's right-minded people out there that uh, that just seem to you know vote the correct way. There's also sheep's and dummies. So, and dickheads. So I guess, so, I guess we've so, got two sides to every coin, or in this case, three, three. sides. <laughs> so, are people who agree with Steve sheep's dummy or sheep dummies or dickheads? Uh huh. Those are the those are the only groups. Uh, but for whatever reason, when these polls reference the side gig, your radio show, mm-hmm. and them doing something nefarious. People come out in droves yes, to vote yeah, against them. Yeah, that's the one thing that people can agree on. And I love it. I'm, I love driving that wedge. Like every pole of bees right. is one more small hammer tap in the stake uh-huh. of the divide between this <laughs> podcast and the side gig show members. Okay. Uh, Steve? So I'm, my prediction again is it's going to be at least 85% yes. 78% oh. of the audience, Steve said yes they did steal another bit from the podcast it's pretty clear it's pretty Thievery. clear that it was uh definitely stolen and steve the last one i believe this one was from uh the fast five last week i believe our court stenographers the unsung heroes <laughs> of the judicial system that was not from the fast five that was from our yeah that was episode? we we kicked it that was the a bit last Man, week it is amazing how much just Kind of in one ear, out the other in regards to mm-hmm. this podcast. As much as I laugh and enjoy it, yeah, how little I retain is impressive. Oh, yeah. 
Steve, 71% of the audience said, yes, the court stenographer is the unsung hero of the judicial system, the person being paid, a, as you and now I, that I remember, a large sum of money to be the court stenographer. I think starting salary was like forty grand, which yeah. is pretty darn good, but up to $250,000 per year. Again, to do something an app can do. Yeah. Hey, le- hey, no, no, no. Those are your polls this week against at Stephen Kyle, Facebook and Twitter. Steve, it's time for the Kenny Rogers factoid of the week. And as, as, as we've said, we will be doing one of these every single week until the crooner himself. Kenny Rogers is back with us. It's time for Kenny Rogers. Fact of the week. You've got to know when to hold up. Fact of the week. No end of Now I believe it's my week for the Kenny Rogers Factor of the Week. Steve. And of course I was prepared for this. Uh, I've been prepared for this for weeks. Did you know, Kyle? I can promise you I didn't. Kenny Rogers dabbled in interior design. Hang on. So now you're telling me one of your factoids of the week was that he was a professional level tennis player, professional level tennis player, obviously a wildly talented country musician and now a chicken entrepreneur until they all failed. They did not all fail. There's still hundreds of them. We looked it up. Did we? We did. Oh, yeah. They're all in like Asia. (laughs) There's none in the United States. Look, Asia's a good market for chicken. <laughs> but yes, now adding, he's a quadruple threat. Okay, so ex- explain a little bit to me dabbling, Steve. Do you have any further details? I do. This, uh, I feel like this, this quote undersells his, uh, his prowess in interior design. Because in 2003, Kenny Rogers formed Kenji Design Studio. Whoa! An Atlanta-based interior design firm with business partner Jim Weinberg company went on to score some major contracts like it's bid to design all of the graphics common spaces model units and employee uniforms at trump towers atlanta whoa look mm-hmm. at this big contract i'm sure it was paid in full uh <laughs> yeah right uh for his part rogers admitted that his design skills were really self-taught i've done 20 years of houses i've done 20 houses on my own uh so i come to this from a totally emotional standpoint rogers told the chicago tribune in 27 or 2007 jim does all the work he brings me in as a second set of eyes we're yin and yang i tend to think very outside the box jim pulls me back in wow so kenny rogers so this kind the of tennis playing yeah. country song singing uh chicken chicken and chicken cooking and eating and selling interior designing quadruple threat Kenny Rogers, may he not rest in peace. That sounds rude, but he's still alive. That was Kenny Rogers. Fact of the week. You've got to know when to hold up. Fact of the week. Know when to fold up. Ah, boy. Sense of calming in these troubled times. Absolutely is, Steve. Thank you again for that Kenny Rogers factoid of the week. Anytime. Uh, They uh, absolutely soothe the soul, Steve. (laughs) Do we have time for a quick Zach update? Listen, I've been waiting with bated breath since you mentioned it earlier in the mm-hmm. episode. Now, I think I know what it is. I don't know for sure. 
But please, this podcast, this audience, I don't know if I want to post it on the poll because there was a billion already. <laughs> Are you always ready for an update on the Zach? I think because that's a good. I think that's a fair poll. To I'm post. trying to finish. now remember it's the then apostrophe yep. capital Z A C. Yep. Now I'm trying to finalize the wording on the last poll. What did we decide? Are the only people who agree with Steve on polls sheep, dumb people, and dickheads? That's where we yeah. were at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. <laughs> so Steve, please indulge me. I. I went down in the lab for that, as you heard, the Kenny of Rogers uh, yeah. Factor of the Week. I sent you another piece of audio. We're not going to have time to get to it today. Maybe next week uh, we'll get to that. Went down in the lab to make an intro. I feel like we need an intro for the Zach. Definitely. Definitely. And there's only one person I can think of who can do it, and it's Zach Ruddick. Yeah, of Because course. his name's Zach. Oh, maybe we could get him on. Like, I could feed him the story, and then he could call in as a correspondent oh, and give us wow. the update. Or do like a dramatic reading. Yes. Uh, so as as it's been well chronicled, many of the houses on the Zach are up for sale. Some claim, don't know who, unnamed sources claim it's because you moved in. <laughs> I mean, one of them I'm certain is uh, for sale because the previous owner is no longer living. Oh, you there's problems on this Zach. That was... And the problems on this Zach have to do with you moving in <laughs> and loved ones dying. <laughs> because that's all that happens around here. You it, set the tone wrong when you moved in and you started, you know, you're on your roof in your Crocs and your <laughs> cut-off sweatpants putting up an antenna on a Sunday. On a Sunday, yeah. And during, then, during a windstorm. <laughs> and then you continued that wrong tone by having garbage laid up on the side of your house. And people pulling up in 1996 Buick strap and vinyl fencing to their cars. That was a wreck. This most recent one. Now, this house went up for sale last last fall. It was on the market, and they were doing a for sale by owner. Yep. Now, this is your direct neighbor. Right next to me. I feel like we've described all of the layout Mm -hmm. of your neighbor that people could draw... Their interpretation yeah. of the call to Zach and where you are and the yep. people around you and how we've described them. So this is a, a very nice older couple. They're, again, empty nesters, yep. all the kids out of the house. So it's time to put the put the place up on the market. So we noticed a for sale sign on the front lawn last fall. It was up there for maybe a month or two. Then it came down. So we wondered, oh, I wonder if they, maybe they sold it. No, I, I looked at Zillow. It turns out they just removed it. Took it off the market. So the sale sign went back up probably around January or February. And uh, it was up for a couple of weeks. And then we noticed one day, it was when my mom was in town or Annette's mom was here uh, uh, babysitting before the world all went to hell. And um, she said, hey, I've noticed like the last three days there's this car that has pulled up out front. Okay. And they're, they're obviously going in and talking to the neighbors. So we thought, oh, I wonder, maybe they're, maybe they're coming to terms on a deal or something. We look, the house is off the market again. So we thought, okay, this is it. This is our, our new neighbors. The place is sold. Well, then maybe two or three weeks ago, we noticed for sale sign back up. Oh, no. Okay, well, it's back on the market. So we were, we've been outside a bunch the last uh, last week, cleaning up around the house, doing some yard work, just getting the place spruced up a bit. 
So I was on the side of the house the other day uh, that faces my neighbor's house, pulling weeds, getting ready to, because we got some mulch dropped off the other day. And um, so my neighbor, I didn't even notice. I'm down there pulling weeds, and I just hear, hey, Steve. Turn around, and it's Joe, my neighbor. Hey, Joe, how are you, man? Hadn't really, hadn't talked to him pretty much since the fall, other than like a, a wave here and there. Okay. Did he lose any loved ones in the recent past? I don't or? think so. Okay. If, if he did, he didn't lead with it. Okay. I mean, that... Hey, Steve, good to see you. Daughter died last <laughs> no, last December. Another dead one. I blame you. <laughs> so, we we got to talking, just typical small talk. And um, so I said, oh, how's how's everything going? How are you guys doing? How's everything going with uh, selling the house? And he said, well, you know, we thought we had somebody lined up, but it was all before this whole coronavirus thing. And when this hit... Uh, apparently the people that were going to buy the place were business owners. Their businesses took a huge hit. Their financing fell through. So I was like, oh, man, that sucks. But Joe, like Joe's house from the outside, it's just immaculate. Like the grass is cut perfectly. They got this beautiful backyard with the oh, man. awesome swimming pool. I was like, and I said to him, I was like, you're not going to have trouble selling this. You're, you're going to be fine. Place looks great. Oh, thank you very much. So he said, yeah, well, we're actually uh, – we're getting out of here because there's a showing in about a half hour. And then he, uh, so they packed up their car, hit the road. And um, so I was still outside doing yard work. Annette was sitting out uh, with Evelyn just on a blanket and a couple cars pulling the driveway. Oh, she's still kind of dumb on a blanket, by the way, right? She just kind of sits there. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really do much. Yeah. Just kind of looks around. Oh, great, more drool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Obviously, I'm kidding, Annette, if you still listen. <laughs> oh, she, she hasn't listened in months. Good, that's fair. Um, so this uh, couple cars pull in. It's a realtor in one car, a couple in another car. They go in, look at the house. And again, I'm still just doing yard work, raking, pulling weeds. And uh, they come outside, and I hear, hey, how you doing? I turn around, and it's the realtor. Oh, okay. And um, so I talk to him. Like he's, he's standing there and then the couple is kind of like further back in the driveway. And for some reason, this is like the third time this has happened that somebody looking at that house when I'm outside has asked me, do you know about where the property line is? Which I don't. Oh, so you're the assessor. Well, I say the same thing to all three people who have asked. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm assuming it's where the fence is. What is it? Screw off. Call the County. (laughs) That's what you tell them. Right. So. I don't know if it's just like way to initiate conversation or small talk or what. Well, but it's a dumb way to do it. I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, you could just say, Hey, how are you? Do you like the neighborhood? Yeah. And I'll, I'll give you my honest opinion. Hey, any, you know, any murders lately? <laughs> <laughs> so I talked to, talked to him for a minute or two and it eventually turned into, Hey, how's the neighborhood? You know, is it, is it younger, older? So I told him, I was like, I know that this, this cul-de-sac it's turning over. Cause there's a lot of, uh, one death, death. death and-, <laughs> and two empty nesters moving out. Uh-huh. So he said, uh, oh, okay. And I briefly talked to the couple and they seemed, they seemed very nice. They have a young child. Um, and that was it. They were in their cars and on their way. So a couple days later, again, still outside doing yard work. I see Joe again. And I said, Hey Joe, how's it going? And he said, Good. We uh, we're hoping to close by the fifteenth. Whoa! Said, what? 
what do you, you got an offer? He said, yeah, that, that couple that came the other day, they put in an offer, and uh, if all goes well, we'll be closing on the 15th. So I'm getting new neighbors, and they're younger and have young kids. And uh, oh, so you can say, our hey, kids are well, going to grow up together, probably get married. Uh-huh. So and, you're uh, going to – this will be another one just like across the street, not directly across the Zach, but towards the entrance of the Zach where uh, – yeah, we'll definitely get together and, you know, talk. And then you haven't even waved at him since. Eh, there's been a wave or two. Hey, keeping up the friendship. <laughs> Best buds. I I think we've done the math on this. What do, is there seven houses on the Zach? Uh, if you're going to count one, the front entrance ones. Two, three, four, eight, uh, six, seven. Yeah, you're seven. right. You're one of them. Yep. How many have turned over in the two and a half years? In the time that we've been here? You, it's been two and a half years, well, the, right? It was the no one bad. on the entrance to the Zach, they were here before us. Maybe, I think like six months or a year, they had said. Okay. So the one directly across from us, new. Yep. Last summer. Um, the one next to them, currently for sale. Okay, so that's in the process of turnover. The one next to them. Was that death related or just? Yes. Uh, okay. That's the death related. Yeah. Death house. Okay. Probably died in the house. <laughs> Carry it with you. It's like a stink. Right, so everywhere Steve goes, the stink of death follows. <laughs> uh, on the other side of death house is they're uh, As far as I know, not selling. I think they still have kids. Uh, they look to be about high school age. But were they, they were here before you. They were here before us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They've been here. Uh, next to them is the new weirdos. Yep. So uh, that's, that's number two then. Yeah, that's two. Then us. And then. And now, and now Joe going the, it'll be, the way of the dodo. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think he's planning to die. Ah, Joe's extinct. <laughs> now, well, for, uh, uh, on this cul-de-sac, yes, all Joes <laughs> will be extinct. This is unless the new owner is a Joe. Or there's a Joe in the house that I don't really know. And then the legend of Joe will carry on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, to clarify, this is a different Joe than the Joe we've spoken about in recent weeks, which is Slipknot Joe the Lattice Man. Slipknot Joe the Lattice Man is is not my neighbor. not your neighbor. (laughs) No. I did not drive to you. Oh, boy, would I love to have Slipknot Joe the Lattice Man as my neighbor, though. So that's that's three out of six, not including you. Yeah. Four in the process. A fourth on the way, and that fifth one... I mean, they have kids, again, I said high school. They might be college age at yeah. this point. So they're, I would assume that within the next couple of years, they'll be out too. So you're staring, though, at a proper turnover rate with the new families, the age and size, that movie night could be a reality. Probably not this year, you know, pandemic, no, et cetera, couple, et couple years. A couple years away. I'm thinking 2024 is going to be the inaugural movie night. Okay. How, let's see, Reed will be... Uh, would he be uh, almost not six interested. by then? He'll be not interested by then? Or five? Yeah, he'll probably be five. Are you kidding? He'll be bored to tears by then? Yeah. There's no way that you're going to be able to deny your child. Oh, no. I'm going to be the one who's calling Universal Studios <laughs> and saying that you're showing an unauthorized screening of <laughs> Ghostbusters and you're in your cul-de-sac and that you should be shut down. Oh, you're the killjoy. That's while I'm honking the horn. <laughs> right. Doing donuts. Doing donuts. Right around the screen. 
Oh man, it's gonna be great. Are you gonna do? Now I think if you're gonna do it, you got to do seasonal. So like in the fall, you got hay bales for everybody to sit on. Oh, that's a, you're coming around. Super uncomfortable, so nobody will actually want to stay because there's no back no, support. No, we'll make hay bale chairs. Oh, so like great, each man. chair will require six hay bales. So hay bean bags. So okay, so I need a truckload of hay bales. No, so you do a hay bale as where you'd sit on. Then you do two hay two hay bales high. As the behind back. them as the back. And that yeah, and that'll seat too, yeah. So then it's just too long so your feet don't dangle, so they're just rigid and <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Oh. Man, I've got ideas to help you make this worse than it already is going no, to be. I'm gonna play it cool with this neighbor. The, the new one? I'm yeah. just gonna be like, hey man. Well, your other approaches have been just swirling successes as the weird volleyballers, uh gardening shifts <laughs> laborers behind you. And uh, the other people you haven't spoken to since you moved in. I mean, I would argue. Which one is that? Ray, well, you've got Justin with a Y and uh, oh, no, I've, I've, uh, Judy with an X. <laughs> in there too. I've seen them many times in the last few weeks. And uh, big ways. Chatted, big chatted with them a couple of times. Yeah. What's, what are they up to? Out of work. Oh. Just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Might be talking foreclosure, huh? <laughs> Uh, you know what they say, Steve brings uh, death and people moving out. So I guess this one would be part of the latter. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer for you, millennials. <laughs> so, uh, so that's the latest update on the Zach. Well, that's Zach. If you could get to an intro. Yeah, please. Updates for the Zach. I mean, yeah, I guess please we, do. we could do that. This is our. Our podcast is nah, too busy. I'm putting I'm down in the lab too often as it is. I've got a family to attend to. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, next week, Steve, the A bit. We've got uh, I gotta get to a Kyle's gripe for the week. The list grew by one yesterday. Okay. So the list is up to I five. Find it hard to believe that those are your only gripes. Uh, this is the ones I think of that really stick with me. Just the ones who have been actually put down on paper yeah and we have to get to my quarantine activity it cannot go the way of the vegas story <laughs> it's or your uh the update on your your latest student loan statement or the student loan statement which is well past uh well past its expiration date we'll Has get that to those next it, week is the student loan gone yet is it paid off yet i mean am i dead so no it's still there <laughs> all right facebook twitter at Stephen Kyle, if you want to take all of those polls. A stupid, a stupid amount of polls this week. Also on Instagram, at Steve and Kyle. And we will talk to you next week. See ya. See ya Thursday. <laughs>